Some clarification, eat the sugar. Yes, the candy is okay, timing matters. So I wanna make this video to make some clarification on some of the things we talked about in the podcast with Ellen. And also I've had a couple very smart athletes that questioned their use of sugar and carbs and then what happened when they actually use the sugar. And I think it's important to talk about this. So thank you to everyone who comments on the YouTube videos. I don't want, I'm not picking this person out, but they had commented and said, one thing I really want to push back on is the idea of a non-pro rider gobbling handfuls of candy or scarfing down bowls of cereal. This is terrible advice. It's really bad for your teeth. It's bad for long-term health. All kinds of bad in big caps. Unless you are a pro, eat food. Yes, eat carbs on the bike, but post-race Haribo binging is just plain bad advice. So I would push back. This is actually very incorrect. We are not saying... And if the uh, exaggeration of handfuls of candy was used, that is going overboard. I would eat this bag of candy on a super long ride. If I'm crushing 5,000 KJs on a ride, a bag of candy is going to be used as fuel. Now, I will push back. I would use this as a supplement. I think maple syrup, it's cleaner, it's more pure, it's natural. Um, when it breaks down to the body, though, does the body know the difference? And so... One other very polite comment, we realize what drink mix is, right? <laughs> so when all this is broken down, it is the same thing. And he is dead on. Teeth, yes, you should be brushing your teeth after a ride. But even more so than the candy, you're drinking maltodextrin, you're drinking fructose, whatever your mix is, it is sugar on your teeth. That is not a great thing. That is, so yes, I agree with you, but... Uh, pros and the amount of work they do on a bike is no different than cat one twos on the bike. We're, we're putting out a ton of effort. We just don't have the highest Watts and the Watts per kg when the race demands really come down to the nitty gritty at the pointy end of a bike race. That's the biggest difference between pros and amateurs. So timing matters. I do not recommend you eat cereal on a rest day. There's absolutely no need. You don't need cereal on an endurance day. You don't need to carb load before an endurance day. So the context of when we are eating this food matters. Now, it's been demonstrated. If we want to get more granular on it, and some of this I pulled from Landry's blog that I'll link to, we all know that we need a combination of both glucose and fructose to utilize the carbs that we're taking in. So these are both known as monosaccharides, which is the simplest form of sugar. Now, there's two athletes, one's a doctor and the other one from Switzerland, I actually can't remember what uh, he did, but two very smart people. And I wanna share these two perspectives because you might be in the same boat and thinking, I'm pouring sugar into my bottle to make me go ride the bike. It, it might not, if you're a healthy person, it might not connect the dots. If you don't know my story, maybe you're new to the channel. I was overweight, and so I ate a lot of candy. So me pouring sugar in a bottle, it's not foreign to me. <laughs> the bike saved my life. But this athlete said, wow, I think I'm perceiving that I'm riding stronger now because I'm finally drinking enough carbs. I must say, it definitely freaks me out to see how much sugar I'm consuming. I realize I'm biking, I'm exercising, I'm not sitting on a couch like most of my diabetic patients, but still, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around sometimes. I do understand the idea of having to consume easy to digest carbs 
during this exertion. And then the other athlete from Switzerland said, okay, so I'm keeping up with what seems like an obscene amount of sugar, which is definitely helping. During the last hour, I was absolutely on the pedals. And this has been a big difference I've noticed with ingesting so many carbs during the ride. Now, when I get home, I'm not craving everything and I can eat a normal, healthy meal. So this eating sugar actually is helping to eat healthy down the road. When we combine glucose, why am I struggling with that word today? Glucose and fructose, say that 20 times fast, it becomes a disaccharide called sucrose. So table sugar just so happens to be pure sucrose. And that's why Landry has the other blog on making your do-it-yourself drink mix, which is just pure table sugar. So sugar, in other words, contains the exact compounds that we need for maximum carb absorption. So you might say, but wait a minute, I thought there was the 1 to 0.8 ratio. It's 1 to 1 for sucrose, so it's really close. I don't think we're going to notice that much of a difference. Um, And then read, I want to keep this video short, but go and read his blog because then he'll talk about looking at some drink mixes that might be, and we didn't call anybody out, but it will be 57% malto and 42% fructose. So it's that one to 0.8 ratio, but there might not be any electrolytes. There are some drink mixes that have nearly no electrolytes, which is a massive Import massively important aspect to your drink mix. So you could go pay $45 for 15 servings and then really need to add more electrolytes or you can go get, a what is it, a three or four pound bag of sugar for $3. The savings is incredible. Now, some athletes say it tastes a little too sweet for them. So you can, other people have commented they add flavors. I know there's little like lemonade packets that don't have any weird stuff in them and you can add those. Um, If you've listened to this channel before, I try to avoid preservatives or any weird chemical or like any cleaning agent that's also allowed to be used in food because the FDA deems that okay for us at small levels. That just seems weird to me. When I eliminated those things, I lost a few extra pounds and just energy felt way more stable. And that went along with not eating sugar off the bike. I say all of that in that you can find flavors to add without adding weird stuff if you find that the sugar alone is too sweet. So with that, remember timing matters. Remember to eat the sugar. And I think that too much sugar, I do feel weird with too much sugar. If I only would eat cereal, let's say, before uh, a race or like a really long ride, I think that does somehow create too much of a sugar spike early on. That's why I do oatmeal bread, and then some cereal. So it's not all cereal, because even if a bowl of cereal has like 40 grams in one serving, there might be 12, it depends on the cereal, right? 12 to 15 grams of sugar. It's not all sugar, but it's, you don't need to have five servings of that. Then on the bike is when you would eat this. And of course, count out your carbs for the ride. I want to say that twice. Count out the carbs for the ride. It amazes me how many athletes, hey, well, how many carbs did you eat on that ride? I have no idea. How did you leave the house not knowing on a four-hour ride the amount of fuel that you wanted to bring? That is, and I'm sorry to say that like sounding like angry dad, but it's just that important. And I would say if you're going on a four, five, six plus hour ride, bring a little bit extra. Number one, your friend might forget some. Number two, you could drop something. Or number three, Your body that day is just super hungry. 
avoid the bonk. You should never bonk. Bonking should not be in your lexicon when you're talking about your training. Good luck with your training, your racing. Hit us up if you have questions and please comment below. Please share the video with a friend and please subscribe. And if you're listening on the podcast, please follow and do all the things that just help us continue to slowly grow. It helps us get bigger guests on if you're listening to the interview series. And thank you to all the guests who have come on. We have September is jamming. October is firming up to look awesome. And we'll talk to you soon. See ya.